Now she is, Captain. Isn't she a beauty? Yes, she is, Mr. Scott. Is she ready to go? Aisa. She's ready to go to the stars. This is the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. It's mission to seek out new ideas, find new games, and to boldly bring the awesome to your game. Mr. Scott, Warp 9. I Captain. And now, our host. This is Bruce. This is John. This is Trav. This is Pixie. Welcome to the TriTech Games Podcast. Your podcast where you go through a portal and you're told to listen. Because you know what to do with that big clay pot. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Anyways, tonight we are continuing our Adding Fringeworthy 2 series with something that is 30 years old now. Yes. Yes. Uh, we have already been regaled by Pixie researching the world of Pokemon and adding Fringeworthy to it. And tonight, she's going to give us information on how to add Fringeworthy to the world of Hyrule. Yes, the world of Link and Zelda. Fringeworthy, the game of interdimensional adventure. From Tri-Tech Games. Antarctica, 2010. A Japanese research team finds a portal to alien and alternative Earths. Only one person in 100,000 has the special ability that lets them use the portal and travel the pathways to infinity. You are this person. You are the Fringeworthy. Fringeworthy is the first RPG of interdimensional adventure across millions of alternative Earths. Fringeworthy is available at TriTech Games at www.tritechgames.com slash fringe.htm. A million million worlds await you. Go visit them. But also right. I'm thinking that because it's a story verse. I mean, yes. it's quite possible you step you step through and you're now part of a story. Featuring you either as the protagonist or you as the antagonist. Oh, oh no. I see now this look with Josie when she does this. And you can't leave until the story's over. Because that's the way it usually works. You're caught in the story. You're stuck until the story's done with you. <laughs> Oh. Now, would it be a timed portal, or would it just be events carry you, i.e. GM Fiat, and it smacks of railroading, which I don't like, but it, it I, the story just carries you along where you can't get back to the portal? I'd say it carries you along. Basically, okay. events, it, it, events it intrude. A little like, it, it, it does seem a lot like the railroading he doesn't like, but... I think if you keep it interesting enough and mm -hmm. there's enough 
going on that you're not stuck in a if you if you're not stuck in a too narrow story that your players would just be interested enough to not yeah. think about it. And the thing is, you you may not realize you're in the story until you're about five six miles away from the portal. Then you're in the story, and yeah, yeah. Or you just stand there, you look around. Oh crap! <laughs> We're stuck here. <laughs> you may not be one. You name. You may not be major players in the story, mm-hmm. but you still have a something role to play. You do. Yeah. You could be a side. You could be a side quest. Yeah. Actually, I mean, pull this. Yeah, let, she's looking at this. Yes. See, John, that's the thing. I mean, some, there. Uh, I did mention what is called the imprisoning war before. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, look, yeah. Look that up, and let me. Um. Yeah. The whole thing is that because Pixie is is suggesting the best time to do it would be in one of the in between eras, in between the eras that are documented in the games, that you could throw in a quest that is, how can I put this? Hyrule flavored, for lack of Mm -hmm. a better term. It has the elements of the game world. It does not interfere with the direct documented history of the games, yet you know full well you're neck high in Lincoln Zelda lore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually was thinking of you know things things along the line of the of the fabled uh, what was it called again the second playthrough second quest second quest yeah you step through and yeah it's not Link that's doing it it's you guys <laughs> it's the it's the Ida team that the Ida team it's the team that stepped through absolute best one to do a second quest is actually the first game to feature a second quest. Quest, yeah, I was just thinking, yeah, the second quest. Basically, it's it's the same game, no, only it, harder. It, it is literally. The Legend of Zelda did have a second quest. You played it through a second time. The dungeons are in different spots. There, you can complete. You can actually complete them in any order except for the last one. Yeah, so it's it's it, it's that's what I like about it. it's a sandbox world. Even in the main, even in the main playthrough, you can complete them in any order except for the last one. I think isn't that kind of true for most of the games? They're sandbox games, or or do they actually have some time in the later games? They have more yeah. timelines. You can technically do them in a certain order. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it it generally you you will need the dungeon item to defeat its boss. Yeah. I was reading but about that. That's in fact, it's possible that in the first game, it's quite possible to get to the boss, and you don't have a sword. Actually, yes, <laughs> they proved that in the original Legend of Zelda game, it is possible to actually get to Ganon without a sword. Yeah, but yeah, you being caught in complete it without one, but. Yeah, it depends on how 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 how, uh, how the GM wants to do. It. I mean, you know, it could also yeah. be set as you said, we set in these time periods where we don't actually have anything going on. The seven years, the hundred years, you know, and you're in a totally unrelated story, but you're in a story. Well, can you 
complete the quest? Can you get the sword and Link doesn't have it? And then you two of you meet up in the final throne room scene with Ganon and and uh, you know take him down. Good. I mean, it's a. It, it would probably depending on the size of the team, it would probably would work better with like the 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 adventure of the four swords or the four sword adventure. A more recent release called Triforce Heroes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It, it deals with three separate links. They are dressed like three of the four links, but they are not the same person. Okay, so, I mean, yeah, they're adventures, but also you can, it, it, there's enough information out there, especially on like the, the Zelda wiki page. To actually come up with your own adventure, especially with the all the backstory stuff, they have all these backstory things that happen before the adventures happen. Well, yeah, you can show up in that period in the backstory, right? Like I said, I was looking for the imprisoning war. Mm-hmm. Okay, that Link, was actually- the imprisoning war is the first thing on the downfall timeline. Link, yeah. the hero of time. At the end of the Evergreen of Time, goes to the final battle against Ganondorf. He, wielding the Master Sword, goes to save the princess. Mm-hmm. He is defeated. Ganondorf obtains the complete Triforce. This is where people go, oh, insert favorite word here. Yeah. Fudge. <laughs> yeah. Frell. Yeah. Oh, frack. Frack. That's another one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, as I said, I, I would not want a game if, if this this darkness timeline, you call it? It's called the Downfall, downfall timeline. timeline. I knew there was a D in there somewhere. Yeah, I, yeah if I was a, a it, part of an IDET team and I saw this timeline and just seen basically Ganondorf's, you know, work afterwards, yeah, I'd be expecting this game to be like, this, this world to be like, okay, we're going to have problems here. During this particular time, a massive war was fought across Hyrule. Eventually, the Seven Sages, I'm just guessing what they are here. They don't show what or who the Seven Sages are. Okay. Eventually, the Seven Sages managed to seal Ganondorf with the Triforce inside the Sacred Realm. Yeah. Now, it, it mentions that the Knights of Hyrule guarded the sages while they did this and demons descended upon them from within the sacred realm which had been corrupted by Ganondorf's earlier intrusion and a fierce battle unfolded in which the majority of the combatants were killed mm-hmm. the you could find that the Idet team becomes part of this battle yeah, I mean, there's other things that could happen too. I mean, uh, just reading through it, they could run into a certain person who's, you know, a certain person. He turns them all to Deku scrubs. That would be the Skull Kid. Yeah, the Termino, Majora's Mask. Yes. Yeah, I remember reading that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it's now the goal is to yeah yeah we don't want to be Deku scrubs anymore. <laughs> Because yeah. when you leave, you're still Deku Scrubs. If you go on the platform, yes. I'm still a Deku Scrub. Yep. <laughs> and my 
lifespan is unknown once I go once I go leave this platform. <laughs> Let's up I'm doing that now. Yeah, it's it looks like a it looks like a like, like a it root of like a flower. flower. They are they're <laughs> the little flowers. Like the, the little flower bulb with a little bulb with a flower on top. Plants. Yeah. Yeah. Highly flammable as they are wood based creatures. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Great shortening the uh, blurbs here. <laughs> now, now, here's a question because it is a game verse. Do you have lives in this in this universe? That would be a good question because yes, folks, we are now with with how Professor Pixie here, th this whole process of okay, there are worlds out there that to the people of Earth Prime they are fictional. People on Earth Prime, oh, I came up with this idea. Well, you go on the fringe path, you find out no, these worlds exist. We started postulating months ago. She and I. Well, why video games are just another medium of of expressing fictional worlds. So. Now that we have, you know, we have story versus game worlds is now another term. And so with Pixie's unique outside the box view with this, this game world term is going to be coming up more and more. Um, yeah. Are you sure there's even a box? Well, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, there is some days. Yes. Yeah. But th this whole thing with, with um, lives... Because this is a game world. Now, that, and this is extremely meta. This is extremely. You, you're kind of wondering. Um, okay, All the right. person that created Zelda on Earth Prime, and who is the man again who created Zelda? Shigeru Miyamoto. Okay, Mr. Miyamoto would have came up, and the people wonderful, who are doing video games, wonderful man, would have come up with this concept of, oh, well, lives keep going. Would this actually translate it over like, okay, you have the ability to regenerate on this world as well? That's or, you, or because I started watching it, ReZero. Or Respawn or whatever they do. No, no, no. It. It's, it's an anime called Re, R-E, colon, Zero. Okay. That's exactly what happens. The guy dies and he comes back. And he starts all over again from his last save point. Ooh, Okay. It takes him a while to realize he's he, he's re, he's re, he's restarted, but he eventually realizes yeah, that, that's what happens. <laughs> now in the Zelda world, it works off of hearts. Mm -hmm. There's the heart containers, which increase it by one whole one, and the heart pieces, which are usually one fourth. Though there is one that does one fifth instead. Where you have to have five to make a full heart container. Okay, but let's it's, say let's say I am a Unita explorer and I get on this world. Would there be the chance that, holy crap, he died? Wait a minute, he's getting up. How? Or or more likely, he reappears at the la I got to do his air quotes last save point. Yeah. <laughs> let's say I die outside Death Mountain, and the party moves on. They, they, it's like, okay, we bury him, we, there's we nothing more we can do. All of a sudden, we come up later and say, yeah, I woke up about, I woke up a while later and, you know, had to climb out of the rock mound that you put me under, but yeah, 
I yeah, I just woke I up. I suppose if you worked it like that, a good merger of this with a realistic flair on the last save point factor, it would be, say, you're on Death Mountain. Yes. All right, you're going down the mountain. You, the last place you came out of would have been Goron City. Yeah. You dying before you dying on the mountain trail. The person reverting to the last save point would revert to right outside Goron City. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Here's something. Checkpoints of a sort. Okay. Here's something. Yeah. A balancing thing. Yeah. The goddesses do it for you. Because I'm not sure, I'm sure that not everybody in Hyrule, you know, there are the generic NPCs that live their lives and die. Right. Link, Zelda, the Dramatis Personae are the ones that get these lives. Let's okay. say the goddesses give the lives to the characters as a way, yeah, we kind of took your tech, but we're trying but to get the balancing. It's like, right. Sorry, we, we don't want to totally screw you. We, yeah. we don't want to totally screw you over. Or they could have realized they're they're the goddesses. They're de deific level beings. They could have realized you're here for a specific purpose. Once that purpose is done, you'll leave. Hey, look, there's yeah. the door. Yeah, <laughs> or the portal. Like the least we can do after mucking with your stuff is do this. Now, there are various types of fairies in the world, and there are actual various types. Okay. Healing fairies, which are pink. Yes, Nebby, I remember. That. Nope, Nabi is blue. Nabi, okay, well, still. Healing fairies are pink, and they mm -hmm. are very much less annoying. Okay. As it, when you find one in the game, when you find one you capture in a bottle, rather rude. When you die, it automatically brings you back at that exact spot. Okay. And you keep going from there. Mm. This could prevent that reversion and okay. allow you to continue on. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I'm also thinking that the heart containers... It sounds like there's now the heart containers give you extra lives. Am I correct, or do you improve your health? And for, it would be improving your health, making you stronger, less likely to die. Okay, so kind of like a healing potion. It's a more or less a. It, and, it, well, no, because it gives you more hearts. If I remember correctly. It, 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 yes, the heart container makes you less likely to die because you can. You can handle more hits before the... So it'd be like a temporary boost to, like, it would give you damage reduction or something. Or fire resistance, or maybe a little bit of all of them. Like, you might get five points across the board for fire, cold, acid, electricity. Well, I mean, how many hearts do you have? I mean, you start with only... In most you games, you start with three hearts. Yeah. Most of them, you start with three. Yeah, and so any heart containers, we're going to... I mean, the most you... I think the most you can get is 16. Uh, the most 20. hearts you can have is 20, yes. Yeah. So, but even then, you can still, uh, you know, with heart containers, 
you theoretically could, you know, boost yourself. Theoretically? To... Yes, but the most that's actually seen legitimately obtainable in the games is up to 20 hearts. And what's and, and what's requires... the start? And what's and in uh, I would know in um in uh, Savage Worlds, that basically just means I would say you um, get get uh, bon- you, it would turn out to be getting bon- uh, bonuses. Yeah, you would get. I would say, and uh, you would get bonuses on your on your health on your health rolls to stay. You know, not to die. Uh, but in like D twenty modern, that I mean, what's what's the average person's what's the average starting character's uh, uh, hit points? Well, that, see, John, that depends on the hit die of your character. And remember, at first level, if you if you have a D10, it's based on your class. Let's say you are, and we'll use Pathfinder, the Barbarian has a D12. You get yep. the full 12 at first level plus your con modifier. So, so okay, so let's make it this way. Each health, each health container represents an extra die. Okay. <laughs> you that still gotta roll it. You still gotta roll it, but it represents another die to your to your health. Make sure you write them separately, because eighteen hours later they go away when you leave. Yeah. This place. when you leave <laughs> that, yeah, when you leave, Ooh. the uh, that would lamp. Oh, a while. new OGO concept just came to mind <laughs> based on these heart containers. Mm-hmm. Now this is going to be a little OGL centric, but I have. There is a method to my madness. It's not that madness is my method. Although sometimes it is. <laughs> Anyways. Those of you familiar with OGL are familiar with the concept of negative levels. You gain them when you get resurrected and, you know, okay, you're kind of suffering a little. You make a fort saving, get rid of them, or you do a restoration spell. Or you gain a negative level to when you get an energy drain from an undead. These heart containers would be a positive level. Now, a negative level, when you gain that, you gain a minus one to all your rolls and minus five off your current hit points. This would be the reverse. You would gain the pluses to all those rolls and a plus five hit points per heart container. And she's nodding, gritting, and pointing at me like, nailed it. Because it does that. Yeah. That that could work. It is a good way to bring that into the game. That would be a good OGL game mechanic, and I'm sure John, as I said, he would, you know, uh, it, it's because in Severus Worlds you only get three wounds, but yeah. you can you, you can either add to the toughness. Basically, I would uh, the easiest way, but it's simply each one would give you a boost, a, a plus two to your toughness, making you harder to kill. Okay, yeah, uh, folks. As you know, I'm I'm still relatively weak on my Savage Worlds rules, despite having them and the stuff for the Savage Rift stuff. So yeah, I defer to the others here on Savage Worlds rules, and I trust their judgment. But yeah, these heart containers would be for those game systems what we just mentioned. That would yeah. be a wonderful concept to have because, and of course, they would disappear once you go back through the portal because you're no longer on that world. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, in in D twenty, unlike Savage Worlds, if you if if you know where do you, where do you stand on okay without these heart without these this, these plus five bonuses, I'm negative five when they go away. Well, yep. if you're just surviving on heart the cancers, hearts. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, if you go through the portal, you're going to drop. Well, 18 hours later. We're we gonna, gonna give him give him eighteen hours to get himself some help someplace or find a doc box in eighteen hours, you know. Or just, oh, have, right. or just have the team medic, you know, heal bandage you up and you know stabilize you. you. Stabilize you, yeah. Because there are existing healing potions and whatnot in this world as well. Oh, it's too bad they only last eighteen hours outside of this place. <laughs> uh, so here's a question. Who's Fringeworthy? I would have to say Link's Fringeworthy, because he's traveled to other dimensions. Not well, through, no, see, not through the portals, though. Yeah, see, Actually, people no, who are dimensional travelers because, may not be Fringeworthy. Just because Termina is a parallel dimension, we actually figured this out. Where <laughs> Link is when he ends up in Termina is actually... He is traveling through the forest in search of Navi. Okay. We've so. actually figured out that it would be a persistent rift of sorts that, work. that he that ends work. up determined not from. Yeah. So Link so. himself does not have to be fringeworthy. I mean, yeah. if he was, fine, but mm -hmm. yeah. Now, right. I know for a fact there are there are enough fanboys out there. If anyone got got on on the um, uh, on this world. They would try to say, "Can we rebuild the the the, the Twilight Mirror?" <laughs> she shattered that into shards. That 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 <laughs> shattered. Okay. Then the next question is, can we make a new one? Because they want to go. They want to go see Midna. Okay. Either form. Either uh, form of Midna. <laughs> uh, John, let's try the old. Explaining what that is. Now, what is it again? Twilight Mirror. Twilight um, Mirror. Or also called Mirror of Twilight. Yes. It's the Twilight... It's, it's the Twilight World, if I remember correctly, right? Twilight Mirror. Okay, let's just it, take it a look connects, here on the wiki. It, it connects Hyrule to the Twilight Realm. One of the two main quests items, Twilight Princess, along with a few shadows located in the north second of Guru, does not place aptly known as the Mirror Chamber, which can only be accessed by passing through the Arbiter's Grounds. It's another parallel world to uh, Hyrule. No, yeah. no, it it is. It looks it's, like it's it's a it's, it's an artifact, which means no, you wouldn't be able you to wouldn't reproduce be able it. to reproduce it without help from those that epic, made it. Epic level. It's magic. an epic level artifact. Yeah. The only yeah. reason Midna could shatter it is because she's the Twilight Princess. Yeah, she's basically in the Zelda role um, in the Twilight Realm. Yes. Even though there was a Zelda. The Mirror of Twilight was made so that only the true ruler of the Twilight Realm would be able to completely shatter it. That is its destruction condition. Yeah. Remember, all artifacts have one condition which you can destroy. Other than that, they're pretty much indestructible, but, you know, for morals. Xanth uh, was able to fragment it. But it was it was working against once it, once the fragments were brought back together. Right. Yeah. Now, for folks who wonder who the heck Midna is, she for the most of the adventure she's this little impish little green green white character wearing this weird looking headgear, who's basically mean to Link in his wolf form through most of the adventure. Well, yeah, she's got that. 
air of superiority. Yeah. Well, it's her, it's her real form. Her real form, she's a her babe. Real form, she's, <laughs> wow. Okay, well. I, I'm. I'm. I wow. <laughs> I broke. I broke Josie again. Sorry. Quick <laughs> break in the pixie. <laughs> actually, the um, the the breaking the mirror into shards is actually the second part of that blurb. Is should a usurper try to destroy the mirror, he would only mm-hmm. be able to break it into shards, thus proving the false kingship. Ah, yeah. That's but, why Zant couldn't destroy it completely to Yeah. But break I the think mirror, basically. Of all of all the sidekicks that that Link had, she's probably the favorite one of them all. Probably. She is much yeah. less annoying, actually helpful throughout the quest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even if I remember correctly, because isn't the part of the reading through? I was reading through it. Didn't Zelda help help her, the the other Zelda, not the Zelda from Hyrule, but the Zelda that was in the realms, basically transfer herself to her so she she would so she could actually still help Link, you know, uh, try her powers. Actually, I, that was that was Zelda from Hyrule. There's Princess okay. Zelda. Is the ruler of Hyrule, of, okay. of the Kingdom of Hyrule? Okay, because I'm confused because I was watching the ending and Zelda's back, so I must, so she must have gave her back or something, or yeah. Okay. Things can be a little confusing if you don't <laughs> watch the whole thing through. Oh. Yeah. But yes. And Zelda I don't have a does... spare. I don't have a spare five hours to watch it through. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. Um. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, it, it, it's not the only parallel world. The the Pico, the Pico, Picaro? is that the right name? Picori, yes. Picori, Picori is another alternate world. Only available through the Picori Gate, and the only way you get to the Picori Gate is be Picori size. It's not an alternate world as such. Uh, there <laughs> is a portal to their realm, mm-hmm. but again. That portal is directly somewhere in Hyrule, and only opens once every hundred years. The Picori gates that you're talking about allow you to shrink down to their size, so that you see the world as they do. You're still mm-hmm. in Hyrule. But yeah, that's not an alternate dimension. That's merely just you, oh, size reduction. It, it's a massive size reduction. How big are Picori? Three acorns. Oh God, that's like this, and that's maybe two to three inches tall. Two to three inches. I'm sorry, I'm making a joke there. You know who's three acorns tall, don't you? No. Papa Smurf. Papa Smurf. Oh. Why am I now missing Jane's key? They are a small race of people, no bigger than Link's thumb. We're t- this is Thumbelina, Tom Thumb size. Oh, okay. That's how. That is three acorns. That's how they are. Depending on which link you're talking about, uh, some of the links are short guys. Um, anthropomorphic I'm mice. Oh, okay. Resemble anthropomorphic mice that have like Hylian's long pointy ears. Okay. It, yeah. It's anthropomorphic mice with Hylian ears. Yeah. Okay. Hylian style ears. And they got a bunch of them. Okay. They yeah. came from the Minish world a long time ago when monsters threatened and. 
gave the hero of men a sword called the Bikori Blade. Uh, but the reason I was saying who's who's fringeworthy is because well you got you know there's this um, there's all these different races yes yeah let me yeah. let me go over the races yeah and you are free to races boom okay. I'm trying to think because because I'm looking there and I don't see, actually see the Picari listed in the list of races so they are also called the Minish Minish oh, the, yeah the Minish the Minish there we go there they are it would be listed under them because uh, the name Picori Mm-hmm. Actually, only survives in the Picori Festival. Okay, it's the Minish. usually called the Minish because they're so tiny. They're mini. Now, they are the ones that okay. They're the ones that definitely are a magical creature, so they would not fare well outside the eighteen hours. No, they wouldn't. Yeah, because uh, basically, once the eighteen hours up, they're animals at that point. <laughs> Okay. The the brains aren't big enough to actually have cosmic thoughts, so they brain they basically brains revert to something that will function at that size. They're mice with hands. While they're in the eighteen hours, they're fully sentient beings. I'll say the eighteen hours, they're funny looking mice. <laughs> Unless they reach another yeah magic another place. friendly magic friendly yeah, yeah. right the, the, it's a high mana node, we'll call it. Or, or and this is that I keep thinking about too, because we we talk about the playtext effect, but the fact that they are still being supported sort of tells me there's a setting. It's possibly another one of those setting things that we don't know about. It's quite possible that there may be a sometime in the future. Because we're talking this is 117. It's going to take a while to get to 117, negative 117. You know, um, but you know that the, the if you ask Smurt, he goes, oh, that's, you know, simple setting. Bing. They won't lose it now. It was probably, it could be another one of those nerd things. Like, 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 like electronics on the friend's paths and atomic weapons and stuff like that. Magic's another one of those things that, that, that basically gets nerfed by the fringe paths. See, that that's something I always thought about. Mm-hmm. That the Termeller, they knew... They they were gods essentially. Yeah. You can't tell me that the Termelern did not at one time quantify magic and just break it down and turn it into a pure science because arcane magic. It I see if I go the D and D route of arcane and divine magic. Arcane is the scientific. It has the science. Well, no, actually, any scroll. You have your scientific, your magical notation, because in the spell book, in a spell book, half magical half, notation, half your notes, and that's why you have to decode the spell that's book. That's why you copy. have to decode it because yeah. you have to understand that person's yeah. notes. They're shorthand. Yeah. They're yeah. short. Yeah. You're learning like, shorthand. Yeah. Yeah, and like, and some magic is the uh, the abjuration of spirits. You're trying to convince a spirit to do something for you. Yeah. I mean, it, magic's all over the place, but that does mean. I mean, let's be honest. There's got to be uh, alternates of of, of um, Termelon Prime, where magic rules, just like it does in Bureau Thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Magic using Termelon. Yeah. Roll that, listeners. Roll that around your head for a while. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it already exists. 
Um, if you uh, if you read any of the um, Outpost Games uh, supplements, there's one in the very first one, stocking the Still City, called the Portable Reality Generator. Okay. Okay. This is a backpack device. It allows you to set up whatever reality you want, take it with you wherever you want to go. And uh, there doesn't seem to be any real limitation on how long, just as long as you keep the device with you. And it was not, uh, uh, it does not look like it was developed by a super, 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 super high tech race. Yeah. It looks like it was put together by, yeah, maybe a couple hundred years, you know, future on us. But the, the tech, I mean, is, looks very advanced, but I'm just saying it's, it's not really that hard. You know, the, the device itself is, is hardy and everything else. So, um, in the game, in the adventure, what you hand up is is it, it it's it's spontaneously uh, triggering and creating a different set of reality in a small town each and every night as this kid goes to sleep. But the point is, is that you could set it up so it only affects you uh, or those around you and walk around anywhere and is perfectly compatible with any reality you go to. As a matter of fact, the whole point of it was to allow you to go to any reality you wanted to go to and not have to worry about your your own personal reality being uh, degraded. We have to understand there's, there probably were Commonwealth worlds where magic rules. There were Commonwealth worlds where people were, to, were tunes rule, you know. Well, John, I don't think there's, as you put it, Commonwealth worlds where magic rules. There's, uh, you know, because they can, in the Commonwealth, they can have whatever they want to. So everything's going to be a mix once you get to the Commonwealth, unless you're just making a uh, philosophical choice where you just want magic, okay, or you just want tech, or you just want steampunk. Well, no, what I'm saying, though, is that when they, before they were discovered, they were magic users before they discovered they were cartoons before they discovered whatever. And they're still cartoons are still, they can still do magic on their world, but yeah, you're right. But you know, I'm just thinking that at some point, if it was always true, you always lose your, you lose your abilities. We went someplace else within the big system. No one would ever leave their world. Uh, I don't see that. I don't see it ever happening. I see the, the Tremellon finding some way to make sure every one of them have, basically maintains their alternate version of reality around themselves. You know, it's just, it's just in, after the war, they did away with it because, well, it was a weapon. You know, if I can do a wish, I'll go someplace and wish something away. Yeah. So, you know, so yeah, they, they, they put in the playtext effect. You got 18 hours because they couldn't really make it go away perfectly, but they, at least they made sure you didn't get any support after 18 hours. Yeah. And, and you can't go there and wish something away someplace because that's a massive weapon <laughs> well yeah basically wish miracle the psionic power alter reality you're that's what you're doing you're being a re, you're hacking reality at its subquantum level it mm -hmm. is the ultimate expression of magic or psi and so yeah, yeah the term are going to want to because you can unwrite whole timelines all you have to do is stop one event from happening and you can wipe out multiple timelines. So yeah, they're going to put the playtex effect into play. Yeah, and possibly some places are protected better than others. Just imagine going to T Prime and going. I wish they never discovered the fringes. Oh no 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 no! We don't want that. <laughs> let, let, let's take this back to. Let, okay, let's take this back to Hyrule. Yeah. Let's say we have somebody who does that. 
the goddesses, because their world has been laid out like this and they don't like outsiders doing that, you're not going to want them. Mm -hmm. Let's say you get somebody who knows about the world of Zelda. You have an otaku or a video game geek. Yeah. And they come in and they say, okay, I wish that the fracturing of the timelines didn't occur. So you don't have the, the downfall timeline, the child timeline, the adult timeline. It, now, we it, know the goddesses that, would put the kibosh on that real quick. Because, yes, yeah, even though... Because, because even that timeline split is directly related to the events of that one hero of that one hero's story. Right. Therefore, because Link is a fixed person in their universe, because he keeps he, coming back. He is each Link is the reincarnation of the ancient hero. Yeah, so that means you can't do anything. He's a fixed point right. due to that. So cycle. is Zelda, so is Ganondorf. So you yeah. cannot do any to type of reality that, hacking. You can't he, do reality hacking to mess with those three. No, you can't because to to break that cycle, actually, in the Wind Waker, the cycle, at the end of Wind Waker, that cycle is somewhat broken. But only because the King of Hyrule uses the Triforce to do it. He, use, he makes a wish on the complete Triforce to end the land of Hyrule, but give its people hope for the future. Yeah. And the ancient land. Well, see, that's the thing. It's like because... You have to do something like that. Yeah, but the, the what I'm saying is that Link, Zelda, and Ganondorf are so intrinsic to this world's history that they are fixed there's Heisenberg points and Nexus points. I've heard them They would be Heisenberg or Nexus yes. beings. Where, as I said, they're so intrinsic to this world's a very existence. You can't directly mess with them. Right. You can't just say, I wish that Zelda was never born. Not going to happen. No. The goddesses will no. put Smackdown on you in a very imaginative way. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. Well, because Zelda herself. Mm. Is the reincar is the mortal reincarnation of a goddess Hylia? Okay, yeah. I mean, to be honest, wishes are usually uh, it had to be a great wish in the first place. You know, not just a you know garden variety wish. It had to be a great wish or a, a, a really. You know, I don't think do any of the jinn have that have a great wish or is that? No, they just do wish. It's just they can do it a lot more than you know a, yeah. a mortal spellcaster can. Yeah, so you need a great wish, which, I, to be honest, I have better uses for a great wish than the muck around in and undoing the uh, the events of the of, of of you know, unless I'm a really, really, really big fanboy. Yeah, <laughs> like like is mentioned at the end of Wind Waker, <laughs> if you were to obtain the complete Triforce, you could effectively do that. You could yep. set it to so that none of it happened. If an IDEC member were to get a hold of this, now the Triforce, is it a power? Is it an artifact? Uh, I, I, I'm going to say right if, now, no, unless, unless you are a paladin of some sort, you're not going to get the, any any of the uh, Triforces. There's the Triforce of Wisdom, the Triforce of Power, and the Triforce of Courage. You would not directly get any of them 
but it is possible to take them from their current wielders if you have the capability to defeat them. Or if you're quick about it, you get to touch it. For, if, it if they assemble the Triforce, if, you, be, you touch it yes, before anyone else does. You can, if, if the Triforce <laughs> pieces are assembled after they have split up, the first, the, you can touch it before them. That is how the king, the old king of Hyrule gets it. Okay. Ganondorf unites it, does his little monologue, turns around, and the king is touching the Triforce. Yoink! <laughs> but yes. let, let's say... However, if you arrive before it splits, however, you must have to obtain the true force at that moment, you must have a balance between the three virtues. Yeah. No, player, no player character ever will have that balance. <laughs> right. Uh, otherwise, the one your character most believes in will stay with you. The other two will find compatible wielders. Yeah. Not in the party. <laughs> right. Yeah. They will find them somewhere else in the world. Yeah. Of course, I think once you have a Triforce, you're not leaving. No. Well, no, because you become linked to the world. You, you become linked to the world as long as that piece of the artifact well, is in you. Only the, the Triforce of Courage. Triforce of Courage. It's quite possible for you to try. I think I'd say most player characters, they get the Triforce of Power. They probably would. Yeah, they're not links, they're Ganons. <laughs> Probably a much less corrupted canon after that. Well, we all know the rule. Uh, Power corrupts absolutely. No, 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 no. Not to Gnarl or the Overlord. Absolute power is a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, She's right. Yeah, some people... It depends, you know, if... It it, it depends on... It would actually depend on the character. Yeah. I mean, you may get power, but you won't become Ganon. You won't become... Ganondorf, or his various incarnations. He you becomes may... Ganon after he's corrupted most of the time. Before he was Ganondorf. Yeah. So, yeah. So it, it's it basically what you're looking at is that you you make it the, the the Triforce of Power, but you won't be. You may not be evil. You may just simply be. You. It, it may just be. It likes you. Yeah. And yeah. yes, the Triforce would be an artifact. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it sounds like it is a solid magical item of it is. level power. It's a thing. I, I say, the tri- if you, every time that you deal with the Triforce, this is your campaign. <laughs> this is what's going you know, you're going to be spending a good 20 sessions trying to hunt down the other three so you can get rid of this dang thing so you can go back home. And whether the other player and the other players may decide, well, good luck with that. Let us know if you if you do that, and they play, and you may end up being the slow fringeworthy of the of the party of your party at this point. You know, role playing in Hyrule. This probably is a hack out there for Hyrule. I bet you look, you can find one. <laughs> there are numerous. Yeah. I I look. I'm flipping through ultimate equipment at times, and I'm looking at this going. Yeah, this item translates over well. There are existing magic items that translate well to certain Zelda items. Yeah, so, yeah, it's... But, yeah, but, but going back to Bruce's question, you know, why? Okay, beyond, you know, the fact that it's magic and adventure, uh, 
Why would you need a care? I mean, what's what, what, would they want them because they may have some unique skills? Because they do deal with magic and gods and magic-based time travel. Would that be a reason to deal with the folks here in uh, in Hyrule? I would or think you- so. The the magic, learning more about magic, time travel definitely. The the, the magic-based time travel, even. Even if it's just the application that allows bringing a piece of the past to the present, right? You could still use that in various ways because you can interact with that piece. Oh dear, I'm a, yeah. I love my way my brain works sometimes. Okay, I have the ocarina of time. It's good for eighteen hours. I look and say, "What happens if I roll the clock back? Does it last another eighteen hours?" Hmm. It is a time device, time travel device. It's still functioning. The only time the Ocarina itself is directly used for time travel is actually in Termina, where it sets you back to the beginning of that cycle. Yeah, playing playing a certain a certain song, certain Um, tune. Actually, you had to play a certain tune for that to happen too. He, you were, he was using the Song of Time to go back to the beginning of the three-day cycle. Yeah. Um, there are other songs that cause other magical effects, though. The Song of Storms. Being able to start a rainstorm anywhere. Yeah. But then there's yeah. also the, the, essences of, the essence of time, or the essences of time, which is different... Different, but uh, I mean, if I learned the essences of time, whatever. Oh, you're talking like harp of ages. Yeah, I'm gonna pull that up real quick. Yeah, that's yeah. That what... Yes, the the harp of ages allows Link to control the turns of time to warp between the past and present ages of Labrina. Okay, so it's tied to the world it belongs to. Okay. And yeah, it's I suppose it would be tied to the world it belongs to. All right, so that won't do me much good because I I use that I end up back where I started. Wait, well, I'm back in Hyrule. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know that doesn't help you much. Um, okay, but yeah, still having having a time having magical time travel, even if it is linked to cycles. Because it's not like it's actually linked to cycles more more than anything else. Um, re- redoing cycles or resetting cycles, still it's something I that's interesting. And also, don't forget we have this this concept of heart canisters, and someone would go, hey, "It'd be really nice to you know, could we militarize heart canisters?" Oh God! Being able to oh yeah. Figuring out how those work. That could be interesting. And then just trying to make something nanotech-based. Yeah, or something equivalent. Yeah. Or biotech-based. See if the right. Trevelyan have something like it. Yeah. See if you could derive <clears throat> new things off of the unique items and such found here. It, it could be things people never thought of before. Yeah, because that's the first thing that crossed my mind was, can we militarize this? 
I mean, you know, if I can if I can give ten heart canisters to my soldiers, they're going to last a lot longer in, in battle than the other side. Well, yeah, that would be useful. Well, remember what what is uh, the concept of a soldier <laughs> to make sure that that person dies for their country before I do for mine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, with with that, I mean that that right there is something would would be you know useful. Even if it means you 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 run over there with a with a fringe train, grab a bag full, come back and d- distribute them, you know, for for a short mission, you still get ten hours maybe. Oh yeah, you yeah yeah. They're not. I suppose those they're not artifacts that are directly linked to the world. I suppose those would work. Um, and they the playtex effect would apply. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. minus the time it takes for you minus to get the them back. Minus the time it takes Prime. to get them yeah. back. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why you want to use a French train. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, only- man. I never thought about militarizing heart cancer. Wow. Yes, that, that makes sense, too. Yeah. Or. Or if, if it turns out one of the fairies is fringeworthy, we have a sick leader. We need you to heal him. Quick ride. We'll bring you back after you heal him. Well, you know, D&D, Rod of Resurrection. That could make a difference. Yeah. Actually, I can could, I could actually see the um, Victorians going, ooh, the queen's not doing well. You there. <laughs> You little blue fella floating around. Can you, um, are you French ready? Oh, yes, you are. Come with me. I have something you need to take care of. Mm. This is Bruce Sheffer saying there are a million, million worlds out there. So go explore them. This is John Ryer saying keep your powder dry and keep those cards and letters coming in. This is Richard Tahoka. Wait, you see what's coming next. And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun. Yo, brothers. This was the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. You know the drill. It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and sucker, you best attribute this to the folks at Tri-Tech Games. And if you don't, We'll be having your sorry butts, because we're some bad mothers. Hi, this is Trav from the Travcast. Listen to me Tuesday nights, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on listen.dementiaradio.org, colon 8027.